Bumpcast. Bump podcast. Between you and me. Between you and me. So we rolling. Rolling. Alright. You know, that was the smoothest intro we've had, it, I think, ever. Oh. We need Honestly. to do it again? No, we don't have to do it again. Oh. I, I just thought it was interesting. Oh, I ain't like for it to be smooth. I want it to be rough. Well, I mean, now it is rough. Alright, cool. We right. good then. Uh yeah, Bump Podcast. Bump Podcast. And this week we're coming with a pressing topic. I think it's pressing. I think it's cool. It's pressing? Oh, it sounded uh-huh. like you said oppressing. Oh, no, pressing. All right, cool. A pressing topic. Uh-huh. Um, oh, dang. I got it. Okay, I'll respond to that later. Um, yes, we have a pressing topic. It's a topic that I came up with. I was talking to my mom, my oh, your mother, mom. Okay. your wife. Okay, yeah. Interestingly, interestingly enough, um, and it comes from a tweet that I saw on Twitter um, from the Faithful Black Men Association. Oh, you remember that? FBMA. Yes, I am. Oh, wow. Yes, sir. So what does that mean? What, I'd what? have a card, but it's too expensive. <laughs> um, but yes. So the quote was, never let a woman's definition of a real man change your perspective of manhood. So that was a quote. I'll say it again. Never let a woman's definition of a real man change your perspective of manhood. And then I have in conjunction with that, there was a tweet responding to it. It says, a real man to a woman is just a man she would prefer. All right. And so the the name of this, this podcast this week is What Makes a Man? I'm going to be talking about what makes a man. And so my first question will be, do you agree with those quotes? Do you agree? Would you like me to repeat them? No, no, no. I can. I, I think I, I, I got them. So, um, never let a woman's definition of a real man change your perspective of manhood. Yes, so, and it's real man in, in, quotes, in quotes, air quotes, in air quotes. So basically, what I'm, I'm hearing it saying, or what I'm coming, what I'm getting from it is, don't let a woman tell me who I am, or, or don't let a woman tell me what a real man is. Right, what a real man is. The way I saw it was, so at least in my age group, uh-huh. a lot of times we'll hear like, oh, a real man does this. A real man would do this for me. A real man looks like this, that, that, so whatever then it, it is. So it becomes like a shopping list of things that you want to ascribe to if you want to be seen as a real man? Right. I basically. got you. Yeah, yeah. No, that's weak. <laughs> 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 no, that's weak. Um. Yeah, because again, I mean, we're 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 selfish by nature. Everyone, we're, we're kind of selfish by nature. And we have to put mm-hmm. on put our controls on selfish by nature. Um, I think we're born manipulators. Um, you can take it how you want to take it. I think we're born manipulators. As kids, you can sit back and you'll see how kids manipulate situations um, to, to learn to get their way. And um, if you're not careful, quotes like this will get you in trouble. Like I said, it sounds like you you can actually start making a a grocery list of things that you want to ascribe to in order to be seen as a real man mm-hmm. in the eyes of a woman who really has no basis for telling you what a real man is. Right. Um, so, no, nah, I, I, I don't agree with that. I don't, I don't, I mean, well, I guess I, I do agree. You with agree with the quote. Yeah. They never let a, a woman's definition of a real man change your perspective of manhood. Right. So, um, innately, there are some things that are built into us, and I know in today's society, 
we 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 question what wishy-washy about that. Yeah, yeah, right. but still, I think innately that there are some things that are actually built into us um, as men, as women, or as boys, as girls, and um, they're socialized further um, mm-hmm. depending upon who we're around. And I do get that they're socialized um, socialized right. differently, but I still think that there are some things that are innate. Um, I think that there's a a a spirit or a mind's eye or a um, compass that's in us that actually helps us to develop that whole intent of our birth, mm-hmm. right? Um, outside forces, again, I believe, do do come to play to kind of help shape that either positively or negatively, either towards what we're, you know, where we're moving or away from where we're moving. But um, I think when you start looking at this, defining yourself as a, quote, air quotes, real man or air right. quotes, real woman, the first place you should actually look is within Within, because I think you can right, get your, right. your best guidance from within on those topics. So, I mean, on, on, on that definition. Yeah, I definitely agree. I agree with what you said as well. I know you talked about kind of it's socialized, what we have innate. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of gets into that whole nature and nurture subject for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, in the terms of the, your, your nurture and what your environment is and what you're brought up around and what you see influences what you think. Right. And so... One one girl over here, this is what a real man looks like to her. One girl over here, this is what a real man looks like to her. And so I think at the end of the day, like it really is a socialized thing. Right. A real man looks different on every man. Every man has their own version of what a real man will look like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely think there's some things that definitely are like up there um, to be upheld. This is kind of what makes a man. But I feel like... There is no carbon cut, copy, paste, anything to tell you, oh, if I do this and that, I'm a real man now. Right. And right. you could call me a real man. I'm that guy. Right. And the, other thing, thing. and the other thing is I think they were fickle, um, which means that. A hundred percent. You're a real man till you ain't. Yeah, you're a real man till you ain't. And I done done all this to, to, to raise to the level that you consider a real man. And all of a sudden now you respect something totally different. Right. And I'm stuck. And so, yeah, we just need to be careful with that. Oh, 100%. Um, so now going from agreeing with it, what do you think makes a man? What do I think makes a man? So, yes. Um, that's an interesting question. That's attribute-wise. Um, you know, oh, well, I'll let you go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. You gonna, I mean, I was just going to say off the top, character-wise, I think integrity makes a man. Oh, integrity makes a man, yeah. But that's not... And, well, integrity does make a man, but then I think integrity makes anybody. Well, I'm just well, yes, but I'm saying it's separating, like more so focusing on the one side. What separates okay. a boy from okay. a man? Okay, what separates a boy from a man? Gotcha. Like gotcha. what? What makes you Thank a you. man? All right, yeah, because that makes it easy for. Well, because because my first thought was, man, I don't want to get into gender assignments or or no, no. Or, or roles because when you start I'm talking, because talking, like, every. Like you have boys and men. Boys to men. Um, being a man has nothing to do with age. You no. can be a boy to the day you lay in your grave. Yes, yes. So yes. what what separates the two? What's the right, distinction? Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So so I think um, one one of the obvious is maturity, mm-hmm. and maturity not being um, again age how old you've gotten, but you being able to look at at your life right. and look at what has gone right or wrong in your life, or right and wrong in your life, and improved upon it. So mm-hmm. the, the the act of being at one place at one time, learning from where you were, and then using that 
to help you to grow. I think that's a true mark of a man because um, someone who I would describe as, as childish or boyish is somebody who continue to make the same mistakes over and over again and bump their head and never learn from them. So I think that would be one thing that would say be a true a true mark of a man. Hmm. Um, integrity as far as, integrity is truthful stance no matter the circumstance. And so, and I'll say that again, integrity is truthful stance no matter the circumstance. And so somebody who is able to own up to the moment, mm-hmm. regardless of whether it makes them look good, bad, or indifferent, mm-hmm. looking at that has been integrity. Who I, are I, you when no one else is watching? Yeah, who are you when nobody else is watching? I definitely think that that is a mark of a man. You're right. And those are two, I think, two very important things that if I was, <laughs> this, is, this sounds crazy, man, if I was prescribing, if I was coaching a woman to look for something as a man, those would be two things that would be highly sought after, highly at the top of the list, would be integrity mm-hmm. and maturity. Um, I think um, I had two thoughts when you said that. I can't remember the first thought. I remember, the, wait, I lost the second thought. Hold up, it's coming back around. It's coming back around. Um, integrity. So I think it's really important, like I said, who are you when no one else is around, when no one's watching? Mm-hmm. Um, because not only is it important integrity-wise for you to be dependable to other people, but can you depend on yourself? Can you trust yourself? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Check. yeah. Can you hold yourself accountable? I know we kind of talked about that a little bit last week and saying no, but like, can I trust myself to do what I told myself to do? True, 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 true. Um, and that's just kind of even like building up backbone for yourself. Yeah. Uh, your your strength. Of so I, I'm that, accountability. I right. mean, that, that, I mean that, that would go straight to accountability. Right. Can not only can somebody else count on me, can I count on myself? Right. In a time of need, and so that that would be huge. Um, this does actually get into more of um roles or or, or describing roles, but I think that um um uh. A man, a man character, a male, a male, um, is uniquely qualified for protection. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, you cre- uniquely qualified for a number of different reasons. Um, first of all, for my physical makeup, you know what I'm saying. Um, our ability to, or our supposed ability, our innate ability to separate logic from emotion, mm-hmm. um, is something that u- uniquely allows us to, uh, ra- you know, raise to the occasion, rise to the occasion, rise to the occasion. Right. And so, um, I think that even if a woman does not need or desire a man for protection, the ability for a man to be able to protect you, I think is an attribute of a man. It's an attribute of a man. Mm -hmm. Cause I mean, it's like, um, I'll just use, um, you and I for an example. Um, so we stay on the man side of it. Uh, if we go somewhere, um, you may feel like you're big and bad enough to handle anything that comes your way. Mm-hmm. But just knowing that your father's with you should give you some kind of reassurance that if by chance I do fall short because I jaded myself, I got back up. Right, well, my thought was that nothing else would be a 2v2 or whatever. <laughs> but, but, you know. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. but, I, but um, Well, I was even speaking on that point of protection and that kind of thing. Um, I've, that's deeper than even a physical thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's a mindset. Like, how much do you pay attention? How much are you looking out for the people around you? Um just having the ability to see life on that level and think about how my affection 
how my actions affect the people around me, mm-hmm. I think is something that you should be thinking about, especially when you're talking about being a man, being a leader as a man, or being just in a family, um, protecting those in your household, um, that kind of thing. I think that is, right, like I said, it, it goes deeper than physical. It's a mindset. So I'm, uh, so you just touched on something, and it was kind of what I was trying to um, wrap my head around how to say it, and it's almost being visionary. Right. You said the word you said was leader, um, and I want to say be visionary, and and not that any relationship should require the man in the relationship to be the visionary. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 woman in the relationship could very well be the visionary, but the man has to, in that regard, be able to see the vision and follow through with the vision. If that right. makes sense, and so. Um, it's not whether the man is the visionary as the head or the leader or not. It's that the man should either a be able to be a visionary or b be able to support the vision. Mm-hmm. Because if you if you're not in a position where you can either be the visionary or support the vision, I think that that would be an attribute that would be seriously lacking and could cause for um, a great deal of disharmony in a relationship. Hundred percent agree. Um, we should always be looking to move forward. Right. How do you? Um, of course, not every man's the same, but do you keep yourself in check and how do you make sure that you're a part of that goal of moving forward? Right. Yeah. And um, yeah. yeah, yeah, all of that good stuff. Um, so, of course, a lot can be said about that. Hold on. I, we ain't done yet, man. Oh, you ain't, ain't done. done? What you got to say, man? Because, again, and, and, and it, it's, it's feeding off each other and I'm thinking about, like, hard working. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And when I say hard working, I don't necessarily like, mean, like, we go plow the field hard working. You know what I'm saying? But doing I, what it takes, doing what it takes, doing what it takes. I, and you know, and it's funny. I had a a, a a friend, and this was oh decades ago. And I used to get mad at him when he told me this. He was like, "Man, if your mom, I mean, if your wife wants to quit her job, then she should be able to quit her job because you're responsible for taking care of the household." And I was like, "Man, look, man, now my wife better work." As a matter of fact, I got a friend right now, man, Tina, Tina Perkins. She always every time I talk to Tina, she's like, "Your wife don't come home from work yet," and I'm like, "Girl, stop, <laughs> stop, <laughs> stop, no." But um. As a man, and and again, and I don't want to get into this whole gender assignments and, and you know people talking about roles and you know whether a man can be a stay at home mom and all that kind of stuff. I, that's not what I'm getting at here. That's not what I'm getting at here. But if a man yeah, is a not willing, if a man is not willing to mm-hmm. go out and work, if a man is not willing to earn a wage for the family, it doesn't have to be the major. Part of you know they don't have to make more than than, than the woman. I'm not saying that, but if the man's not willing to at least go out and try and work and make money, you know what I'm saying. So this is how I would put it: to make it less of a situational thing, mm-hmm. um, like a specific situation. But I feel like, kind of like what we said before, doing what's necessary. <clears throat> so I was gonna say sometimes, but. A lot of times, the majority of the times, not all the time, there is something to be done. Oh, it is. It is. It is. Um, and I will say a lot of times, even coming from my perspective, um, as being a boy slash man. Yeah, go ahead. Um, <laughs> things need to be done, but you don't always want to do them. True that. And I think a real character of a man is saying, even though I don't want to do it, I know it has to be done. So I need to make sure that I step up to the plate to get it done. And so even when you're talking about, like, wage and all that, I feel like that comes down to that as well. Uh, a man doesn't have to work. A man doesn't have to be able to get a job. But if that is necessary, even if you don't want to do it, you should know, 
Um, you should do your due diligence. Right. You should step up to the plate to do what needs to be done. And I and I go a step further based on what you're saying now. Mm-hmm. Um, so even if like if you if you're talking um, in a relationship and you're the person in the relationship that cannot get the job and y'all dependent upon someone having a job and bringing in um, a wage and um, your significant other, your spouse or whomever is out doing that, mm-hmm. then. If you're the one to stay at home, you should make sure yeah. that everything at home is taken care of. Right, full you know on support. Yeah, yeah, full on support, so that so that your 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 significant other has the energy to then continue to right. go out and make what it's going to take. You should never just be sitting back doing nothing. And I don't mean that in like a state of action or anything, mm-hmm. but I mean that in contributing um, a mindset contributing yeah. you shouldn't be the one just being taken care of not offering anything right that is not a man in my opinion yeah. i feel like you should be able you should at least be trying to contribute to whatever you decide to involve yourself within and and what's uh, physical what was the thing you said don't count oh yeah physical don't count yeah it's a mentality yes um all right so my next thing was how does one become a man and what I mean by that is we're talking about what makes a man, but how does a man know what a man looks like? How does a man know what to um, strive to reach or what mentality they should be working on? Where do you think that comes from? Surrounding yourself by men. 100% agree. Surrounding yourself by men. And I, I don't think it's something that's easy to do, and I've had this conversation on a number of different people over, I mean, just several different things, but... Um, Men, we're, we're 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 a strange lot. Men are a strange lot, and a lot of times I'm hard on men, or harder on yeah, harder on the man, uh, because we 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 we're born into a, a life where uh, for some reason the boy or the son and the mother has this unique this unique bond, mm-hmm. um, unlike the 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 father and the son and the and the um, mother and the daughter. The mother and the son has this unique bond. And because a mother is nurturing, mothers tend to nurture their sons to no end. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I know I even tell people now, man, I'm like, if my wife decides to leave me after all this time, just leave me with my last check so I can get home to my mama because I know my mama going to take care of me. And and so innately, that's th- something I think that all men know. Um, on the other hand, the, the daughter, the mother wants to make sure that the daughter is able to be a woman and stand on her own and be strong but for some reason mothers have a soft spot for sons right and it's 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 a catch-22 um it's a two-edged sword because because of this as a son as a man um i sometimes don't want that whole responsibility piece right right i kind of shy away from it um especially when i know i have somebody that's gonna bail me out when I find a significant other, or, you know, a girlfriend or a wife or whomever that has that motherly character that also wants to baby me and 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 and, and, and allow me to be that boy, um, it, it it's counterproductive for me. And so a man has to want to be a man. A man has to want to surround himself by others who hold him accountable and. Um, make sure that they give him gut checks all the time, and I don't think that that's something that we, we that's prevalent. Um, I agree with you. Uh, I think at the end of the day, it is a decision to go out um, and figure out what 
it takes almost because it's easy to be laid back. It's easy to allow someone else to take care of you mm -hmm. because that's what you would naturally or we would naturally um, accept it, be right. happy with that situation. But I think it calls for taking a stand. It calls for making the decision to become a man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but then even talking before that, uh, just talking about influence, really. Um, I feel like you learn a lot about a lot about manhood with, like you said, with the by from the men that you surround yourself with. Right. Um, I know in the ideal situation, you learn a lot about manhood from your father. Uh, everybody doesn't have that situation, right. like you said. Um, uh, a lot of a lot of boys grow up with single mothers, mm -hmm. um, and I feel like. That's is rough. It is. Uh, it is. It is. Because like being a single mother is, is such a um it's such a hard task. And single mothers they do so much, but at the end of the day, there still needs to be that presence of a man that comes from somewhere. Um, whether it comes from someone in the community or, or an uncle or someone like that, they they have to find somebody that you can see the vision of that. Mm -hmm. Because I think really it's a visual picture of anything. It's you have to see it. It's funny you say that because I was actually trying to trying to again wrap my head around how to articulate that. And I don't know if it's a socioeconomic thing because I I, I believe that I mean for me I actually moved social economically from the time I was young to now. Um, right. And so I don't know whether it was social economic thing. I don't know if it is a generational thing. I don't know if it's just a progressive way of life now. But growing up for me. Um, I grew up around uncles, you know, right. and 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 a lot of people. I mean, I can't say a lot of people now. I know you didn't grow up around uncles. I put it like that mm -hmm. um, because we actually moved away from our homestead and we moved to you know foreign environments. And so um, you didn't grow up around uncles. And so uh, having the opportunity to have uncles in your life, or um, you know, and, and it's funny, especially the African American community. I could talk about the African American community. We got uncles that were not of our family. You right. know what I'm saying? You know, our dad's friends were our uncles, and they always imparted this wisdom on us. Or you know, even in other words, put you on the game. Yeah, put you on the game. I, yeah, even, I mean, good, bad, or indifferent. Because I mean, sometimes like I, 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 I was having a thought yesterday, and I'm not going to divulge the whole thought, but it was like, um, yeah, man, that's what an uncle would have been for for T. Because mm -hmm. it's like stuff that you want your son to know. Or, you know, yeah, you'd want your son to know, but, but you don't want to tell him. from you. Yeah, that you want to <laughs> tell him. It's like, you know, and you had these other people that would step in and, like, give them this kind of streetwise wisdom or whatever. Mm. And so it, 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 it it's more difficult now, I know, for people who have families that have moved away right. from um, their place of birth, their place of where all their family was. It's, that's one thing. The other thing I know, and again, this is socioeconomically, um, People in in um, pe people in uh, yeah, just social economic. I can see a difference in relationships. People that value relationships. Mm -hmm. I put it that way. I would say, um, or it, it's, it's important to find that figure, um, whether it's like a teacher or uh, a church member or somebody in the community, maybe a community program or things like that. Uh, it's important to find somebody with that presence if you're looking for your son. Um, because I know or what I would say is the one thing, even going back to the original quote, a uh, woman can teach a boy about manhood, but she can't tell a boy 
or teach a boy how to be a man from the perspective of a man. Only a man can do that. Right. Um, And so even getting away from, all right, we have that figure to look at. Um, As you grow and as you mature, you have to look to, like you said, look for people to surround yourself with. Right. That that build up that image of manhood in yourself. What looks like a man to me? What am I looking for? to strive to become what am I aspiring to be and surround myself with other people that are also aspiring to get there or maybe somebody that's better with that than me. And, um, it's, and, it's, and it's important to happen early on too. Um, right. It has to be something that starts at the beginning because one of the things that I realize is that if I don't put that in front of my son mm-hmm. early on, uh, I can't come back when he's you know, 12, 13, 14, 15 years old. He's already kind of... Um, set his mindset and now try to put a man in front of him to teach him how to be a productive man. And so I think the sooner that we, uh, I mean, if, if we, we just, you know, be intentional about it from the very beginning, um, surround them by, you know, that, that which supplements who we are as a parent, whether that's me as a father or if it's a mother or even a grandparent for that, for that matter, who, cause that's the other thing you had grandfathers. I know I grew up with my grandfather, at least one of them. And, you know, I'd love to go around my grandfather's house and, you know, he, he, you know, he'd take me out on his truck or whatever. Um, but, you know, you being, you know, we, since we were never really around, it was like maybe once or twice a year you'd get that, you know, mm-hmm. um, that experience. But you never really had that experience. And so being intentional from the beginning, understanding that we what, understanding that manhood comes with influence. Right. right. And, 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 and then trying to develop some type of system by which our young men, our young boys can always have that picture of manhood in front of them, I think is important. I agree. All right. Um, let's see. We can go into the next part. Okay. All right. So I have one last question, uh, I guess one last subtopic. And I would like to talk a little bit about the current state of, I call it the current state of mandom. Current state of mandom. Um, what does it look like being a man in in the now and today um how do you think men are doing which is a, a hard question because you can't put that over everybody but um, what what does it look like out there what are the streets saying what are the streets saying I, okay from 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 a a 50 something mm-hmm. um i'll say we're struggling i'll say we're All struggling right. um and i'll say we're struggling as a this is my perception of the fruit that the times have borne, mm-hmm. right? And so I don't know. I'm not going. I'm not going to ascribe to why we're struggling. I'm not going to um, judge the struggling. I'm just going to say this is what I see from my from my perspective. Um, first of all, um, more so now than ever, we have single head of household parents, right? Mm-hmm. Single head, female single head of household. All right. Um, and it, it, it is there an attack on the family. It's well, that's, yeah, another yeah, that's another story. We're not even going right. to go there, but we have it. We have it, and we know that there are mothers who are doing a great job, a great job of raising sons. But as you mentioned in the last, you know, the last portion, you were talking about they just can't, they can't feel that boy. Right. They, I mean, they do a great job, and it's taking nothing from them. I promise you, I, I, I bow down to you because guess what? If you decided not to do it. We'd be in a much, much worse situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but we still, I mean, there, there still needs to be a man role model. I, I, I'm still trying to still. I can even talk about it for myself. Go ahead. Um, even walk around campus. You can tell the difference. 
I'm gonna keep it like keep it honest. I can tell when um somebody's had a presence in their life. Okay. Okay. They, you you act differently. Um, I want to get into like okay all that you act differently, but there's a different level of or at least a different type of backbone. Okay. To somebody that's been surrounded by strong men, even if you were surrounded by weak men, we could tell. Okay. At least okay. I could tell. Okay. And so, 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 so then there lies. I mean, so what is the current state of Mandem? So you have you have that that's um, prevalent. Um, you have, and I, I promise, man, I, I the role models that that we put in front of that ourselves. we put in front of. Yes, yes, yes. Because I, I think about artists Ooh. like like musical artists. I think about our our athletes and how they blur the lines between man and woman. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Right. And 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 then they, and then they socialize people to think it's the way that the, the way to go, you know. And again, I'm not talking about anybody's personal choice, but I even had a conversation about somebody a, a, a athlete that I used to really really admire. And I'm not going to call their name, but an athlete I really really used to admire. And it was something that they did that just like really turned me on my on my head, man. I'm like, "Oh god, I can't. I mm, I don't even want to speak the person's name no more." Um, because I think that the platform that they had was so large that when they did what they did, it really put a hurting on um, our young men who looked up to that person. And so it's that kind of thing that I think when you want to look at the, the state of mandom, um, that's that's where I see it. And, we, and you and I even had a conversation yesterday. We were talking about governor um, and a governor um, – we had governors before whereby mm-hmm. we would think things or, you know, desire things or want things or want to dabble in things. But there was always this something that gave us parameters and they're gone. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, of course, not talking about the office position of governor, but even getting to that whole idea of because you touched on a little bit about who we look at, who we see as role models. And I just think it's really funny. Not funny haha, but funny strange. Funny strange. Um, the people that we put in front of ourselves to be role models or the people that the media exalts over us to be uh, role models, especially as a man of color, especially as a black man, mm-hmm. um, when you're told to look up to rappers mm-hmm. and the drug dealers out getting this money and all this, whatever, if it's in the music, or we're looking at um, ball players, um, things like that. Those are the things that are pushed in front of us to look at the stunners, if you will. Right, right. Um, not even like the real office governors that you're talking about. Um, just people, um, people of that different realm. People that are showing you the things that we talked about in the first: accountability, right. integrity. Those. It's things. all about who stunts more, who's more entertaining, who does this, who does that. Um, we got big boys running around here. Um, that we're told right. to look to at. look up to, right, right, and right. it's funny because this made me think about a conversation I was having with a friend uh, a few days ago. It might have been last week, but I was just talking about because um, something that I do is I do social media cleanses pretty often now. Mm-hmm. It used to be like once every six months before. Now it'd be like once every month. Okay, for me, I just downloaded Twitter again um, for the whole debate. Okay, but that's a different story. Um, but I was just talking about why I delete social media and go on social media cleanse, cleanses. 
um, because it shows it constantly shows me negative parts of society, right? And the negative things that are being portrayed to us. Um, and he was saying social media. He said social media only shows the worst parts of society. Um, and my thing was. Um, Social media shows the parts of society that we collectively want to see. Right. Whether that's by design or whether that's what we've been influenced to want to see, but that's what social media truly shows us. And then I went on to say, and I just find it funny how that's the equivalent of the worst parts of society. Right, right. Uh, so it's just who we're, who we're choosing to put in front of us, it, it's not really building a great picture of what, um, a man that has characteristics we talked about or has the mindset we talked about, um, we're not really shown to look to those people. We're shown to look to other kinds of people. Right. And re- re- real quick, I'm going to jump in and, 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 and I'm gonna jump in and kind of piggyback off what you said. And I'm going to kind of meld it with what we talked about. We talked about relationships a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about reality TV. Right. Right. And right. so even when you look at how they develop the reality TV shows, they're not necessarily even develop them but how they edit them. Mm -hmm. Um, When they edit the reality TV shows, you can have somebody that can be a real wholesome um, family or the wholesome design for a family that's on there or or a real male role model, a real um, female, was it female? I'm a man or woman. I, man, I'm, I'm lost on that. But anyway, but, but real, real role models as we were talking about people need, but it doesn't sell authentically. Right. Right. And so, because it doesn't sell authentically, they'll it becomes the worst parts boring. Of a good person. They, huh? I said they'll show the worst parts of a good person. Right. They show the worst parts of a good person because that's what people want to see. People mm-hmm. want to be entertained. And so, to see somebody, shade, you know, it used to be a time, like, if you think about Bill Cosby, right? Like, mm-hmm. if you think about it, well, it might be a bad example, but like, we talking yeah, about the Cosby Show, right? We talking about- um, Way back when. Yeah, way back when. The Cosby Show, way back when, or we talk about good times. And we're like, we're looking at these guys that even though they, they deal with- um, especially in good times, he, he deal he dealt with the pressures of um, being uh, of uh, racial discrimination and and mm-hmm. being poor. But he still went to work every day, and he came home and he made sure his children did what they were supposed to do. And mm-hmm. you know he was a he was a he was a, a helpmeet to his his spouse, his wife. Um, and you look at Bill Cosby, and you know these wholesome people like they did entertaining things, mm-hmm. but we moved away from that. We've moved away from that. We have moved away from that. Yeah, because that's really interesting. Because it gets, I mean, it, it gets boring because people say, "Man, we, we see don't the same have, thing over and over." We again. don't really have those family, even centered sitcoms like right, that anymore. Right, that's really interesting because right. it's either from the kids' perspective or it's all drama as a whole. All, all drama as a whole, and so even it's though it's supposed to be reality TV and it's how people are supposed to re- live for real, um, we only get the drama part of it. We don't get the mm-hmm. just the. Uh, Loving, I mean, and I'm, 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 maybe they, maybe you need to see both sides, but at least make it both sides, right? So that we can actually have some people that are in front of our young men and young women who, if absent everything else, they can see some type of role model that can help them to when they're looking. I'm gonna go back to the original quote as we get ready to close out. Yeah. Um, so that when we know that um, a woman's definition of a real man will be based on some real quality mm-hmm. and not based on some reality show hype or some, because the one thing that we did not say um, as a part of that list was money. We didn't talk about money at all. We ah. talked about working, Ooh, but we didn't even talk about money. Go ahead. I had a thought. I lost that thought. The war outside, there's a war outside in the streets, yo. <laughs> um, 
Um, a, a big thing on social media as well that I see is a lot of back and forth between men and women. And uh, it's almost like you go through, like, Twitter's ha-ha funny, but you go through Twitter, all this ha-ha funny, and, and every single thread under the original post, men fighting women, men at this, that, that at women, women this, that, that at men. And I even feel like a large part of that comes from the role models that we have chosen. Yes. Um, I know I hear, um, being in college, especially this level of life, uh, a lot of men ain't this, men ain't that. Um, and even, I feel like that even goes to who we put out as, like, the role models, almost like the head of men's society. These are the people that, oh, these are the men that are stunting. These are the big dogs. These are the men, men. And there's shortcomings that we see in them. And I feel like even a lot of times that view is reflected on all men. Oh, dang. All men get money and blow it like this. Mm -hmm. All men dog women out like this. All of that. When it's like you have... Like I said, you you got brothers out here that are really trying to figure out how to become a a real man, quote unquote, um, like a, just a good man, a good wholesome man. Um, for one, they don't have those role models as much, but then you have this other like influence, like just talking mess and talking smack about men that don't even represent what I am. Yeah. Um, I, and that even goes just back to that whole role model thing. Man, this uh, so. I, I, let me try to spit this out real quick because I know we're getting we're getting long <laughs> we getting, we're getting long. long on this one. But uh, again, it goes back to the whole relationship thing mm -hmm. that we talked about. And so the thing that just blew my mind about what you said and what really made me think about it. So we have um, these young women now who are defining manhood, right? Mm -hmm. As young women, from a perspective of a young woman, mm -hmm. from a perspective of somebody who has gotten the idea of what manhood looks like from social media or from yeah, reality from TV, right? right? Good men, right? And so they developed this, and now you have these young men, and I'm talking to the young men now, the young men who are trying to use these shopping list of things that these women are throwing out to become so that they can be desired by these women. Hey, let me tell you, it don't work. And then the women go on to mature mm, and get in the professional world, and they don't even want that no, no more. And now you don't set your whole life up to become something that was only a temporary phase. Right. That's not manhood. Oh, ooh. Yeah, that was that. That's back to the beginning. Um, never let a woman's definition of a real man change your perspective of manhood. A real man to a woman is just a man she would prefer. Once they mature, that changed. They don't even want that anymore. Yeah, they don't even want that no more. And then you stuck because you done made a reputation of being somebody Shoot, who was. You made a reputation. You done built a habit. All of that. We wow. need better role models. Yes, we do. At the end of the day. Bum podcast. Yeah, bum podcast. Between you and me. Between you and me. Holla. Deuces.